Good morning on this Friday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today we're going to pick up in the book of Habakkuk in chapter 2, verse 1. But I want to just go over our outline from yesterday where we were talking about learning to listen or to hear. Are we listening with intention or intentionally? Are we hearing purposefully? Are we looking for answers but also taking the time to wait for a reply? Do we need daily guidance or do we just seek God when we're in a bind? Are we looking for a word just for ourselves or are we looking for a word for others also to help them when they're weary? Are we willing to obey at all costs? Are we being strengthened by Him when we seek Him or do we find ourselves in discouragement instead? How do we reach a place of determination? Now, these eight questions that I developed here, I got them out of the book of Isaiah in chapter 50, where it talks about Jesus in verse number 4, when he was talking about God had given him the ear of the learned. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. He wakeneth morning by morning. He wakeneth my ear to hear as the Lord as the learned, and the Lord God has opened my ears, and I was not rebellious, neither turned away back. In other words, I was obedient, and I did His will concerning what He said to me. So yesterday we answered the first question as we we're looking at it, listening with intention and purposefully, uh, where we talked about the book of Proverbs, chapter four, verse twenty. Uh, my son, attend to my words, incline your ear. Unto my sayings, listen carefully, uh, my dear child, to everything I teach you, and pay attention to what I have to say. But in the book of Habakkuk, we're going to answer the question of listening, uh, not only for the answer, but taking the time, asking the question, and also waiting for the reply. Here is a good example for this in the book of Habakkuk, and we have several translations that we're going to look at to help us understand in greater detail. I'll talk about some of the words that are used here in the book of Habakkuk. They're Hebrew words, but they do have their uh, equivalent or partner uh, word in the New Testament in the Greek. It says in the King James, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch this word is different than the first one to see what he will say unto me and what i shall answer when i am reproved so here we have an example of waiting he's going to ask a question but first of all it says that he is going to stand that means the scripture tells us in the book of ephesians to stand having done all stand Stand, 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 stand. There is a reason for standing. Because once we sit down, the chances are we're going to fall asleep. So as long as we're standing, at least there's an opportunity to be able to move a little bit faster. I will stand upon my watch. And the word that is used there for watch basically is my century or my post. In other words, uh, my place, my 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 duty, my responsibility, uh, that which I have to keep safe, my duty 
It is, it is my charge that has been given to me. Uh, I have to keep it. It's the office uh, that I need to accomplish in my life. In other words, there's something that is given to me as a responsibility. And I am going to be standing when I am at my guard post. Not asleep, not laying down, not with my eyes closed, but standing. And it says, and I'm going to set me upon the tower. Now the word there for tower, there's actually several words that can be used for it. But the one that I want to emphasize is the word defense, fortress, and stronghold. There are strongholds and defenses in our lives and fortresses that have been built up against the enemy. But also the opposite is true. According to the book of 2 Corinthians in chapter number 10 in verse 3, 4, 5, and 6, it talks about all those strongholds that the enemy wants to build against our lives and we are to rise up against those strong those strongholds and cast everything down every high thought every imagination everything that exalts itself against the mind of God in the actual reading it says for though we walk in the flesh we do not war after the flesh and that is uh basically defensive uh Uh, tactics and also offensive tactics that are being used which are mentioned there in the book of Habakkuk and it says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty the first thing it mentions is the flesh then it mentions carnality then it mentions but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds just as there are strongholds that need to be pulled down there's strongholds that need to be built up Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. After having done uh, everything, having a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. In other words, when you do what you're supposed to do, that you've been told to do, whatever the responsibility is, you man up to it. You, you, don't, you don't squirm your way out of it. You don't give excuses. You're going to stand because that's going to be your fortress. You're going to watch. You're, you're going to keep an eye out. You're going to uh, hold on to the responsibility that has been given to you, your post. And you are going to stand in your strength that God has given you because you have fortified yourself. You have you have a hedge that has been built up, uh, around your life in this sense, in that through faith, you have overcome the fiery darts of the enemy and now you are the one that's holding your ground, not the enemy having taken over it. And as we continue, it says, and we'll watch. This time, the word watch there is not talking about uh, my responsibility, my duty, but it's talking about I am going to lean forward. I am going to peer into the distance. In other words, I'm going to be looking out like if I had binoculars or a telescope or something where I can see as much as I could. I am going to observe. 
I'm going to await, especially I'm going to look up and I am going to wait for, and I'm going to keep my watch. See, so basically the scripture is telling us that in our place, in our position of responsibility, we must not, we must not, we must not, we must not leave our post at any time. And we must stay hidden within the strengths and the fortifications and the strongholds that God has built around our lives. Faith, hope, love, all of these things, prayer, fasting, and watch to see. See, my eyes are going to be fully open when I behold what it is that he wants me to do. And he will say unto me, I am going to watch and see what he will say unto me. Later, we're going to learn from some of the translations that it says he will say unto me. He will speak in me. He will speak with me. He will say to me. All of these uh, all bring out the thought that he is going to communicate to me one way or another, whether it's in me, through me, by me, for me, he is going to communicate and get the things that need to be done to me, like a soldier, without the orders that are given, being presented, they don't know what to do. Well, we'll know what to do, because I will watch and see what he will say, what he will say. If he's going to say it, I have to have ears to listen with. I have to have ears to be able to hear. I have to have a mind that is clear enough to understand. A spirit of understanding, spiritual understanding, to know that the Spirit the spirit of God compares spiritual things with spiritual things so that we may know that these are the things of God for us and the things that we are to follow and the things that we are to be in. But he will watch, and I will watch, and I will see what he will say unto me, and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And we're going to look at that one little word there, reproved. In the Hebrew, it means uh, proof, uh, conviction, evidence. Then, of course, in the New Testament, it does talk about being reproved when He, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, has come. He will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Three things that are going to be reproved, and each one has a special case. Let's look at another translation. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse number 1. Upon my watch I will stand, and I will mount upon a rock. That's a good place to be, something firm something solid, and something that's also high ground. I will be, I will mount upon a rock and I will watch over to behold what he should speak in me. This time, the Holy Spirit, he bears witness with our spirit. He speaks to our heart. He speaks in our heart, which most likely the very location is in our bosom area, when he, the Holy Spirit, is come, out of your bellies shall flow rivers of living water. So we know that it is in the belly, bosom area, where sometimes people say, I had a gut feeling. No, 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 no. It was not a feeling. It was the Holy Spirit speaking in the life of the believer. What he should speak in me. 
and what I will answer upon my being reproved. When God chastises, when God corrects, when God permits certain things in our lives to be able to have us go through the fire, to have our faith tested so that it is coming out as pure as purified gold, then I know that I have been reproved. But how am I going to respond to that? Am I going to murmur? Am I going to complain? Am I going to accuse? Am I, what am I going to do? Well, that's exactly what the watchman was doing. He was wanting to find out, okay, if I am corrected, then I want to know what needs to be done to make it right. So remember, John 16, 8, when he, the Holy Spirit, is come, he will reprove the world, the cosmos, because of sin, the believer because of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they believe not, and of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Let's look at another translation. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1. I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will look forth to see what he will speak with me. This time not in me but with me. Another occasion what he will say to me or speak to me. And what I shall answer concerning my complaint. So even before we open our mouth, God already has the answer to our question. He already knows it. But how are we going to respond back to Him? After He has corrected us. After He has reproved us. After He has given us instruction. Remember what Jesus did and what Isaiah did. I did not turn my back. I did not turn my back whatsoever at any instant or any moment. But instead, I made sure that all things were obeyed and all things were done. The Lord has opened mine ear and I was not rebellious, neither turned away back. Too many people turn back and abandon the Lord. Too, too many start the race and never finish it. But it is important to understand that we need to know how are we going to respond to Him when He tells us to do maybe something that we don't want to do. Then it says, another uh, version says, Not only will He speak with me and what shall I answer concerning my complaint, I will take my position Take your position of authority. Take your position of power. Take your position of knowing who you are in Christ. What your identity is. All of these things are part of your position. You have been called and you have been placed in a certain place in the body of Christ. Know where you're supposed to be and then watch from that place to make sure that all things go according to God's purpose and plan. I want to finish reading the scripture. And we'll pick up here on Saturday. If you'll stay in tune with us. I will take my position. And be on watch. Placing myself on my tower. Looking out to see. What he will say to me. And what he will give me. To my protest. Until then keep looking up. Jesus loves you. He's coming soon. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Until then, the Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.